0: I just told you that my brother's middle name is Soshenka, so we call him Sasha. So I was adopted from Uzbekistan and we had to go through uh, a Russian. Oh, hold on. God,
1: how much are you going to bring up this adoption shit? That's Jesus. all I have to
0: talk about. Get but it's over. It. No, it ends up going to be cool. You always talk about it. <laughs> I know. That's the bit. You dummy. <laughs> um, okay. So just a, a white guy with like a kind of Russian name. We got stopped at the airport for so long because they didn't believe that he was American. Sure. Um, so that. my other white brother married an Uzbek woman and they they have a daughter together and she went back to Uzbekistan this week so I went to the airport to help him get to the right gate and I have never seen a group of Uzbeks before where you're can like you
1: say that are you allowed to say that
0: yeah that's, <laughs> that's I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a letter it's probably still gonna be a letter instead of email um but I was like oh I have a group I've never like I saw a hundred yes. of me in a plop. And I was just like, I've always just assumed that I had like features of other cultures smushed together, you know, because it's like they're all kind of like pretty white, but with giant eyebrows. And it was so surreal to walk, like just turn a corner in an airport and just see 40 of me turn back and look at me like, oh, my God, we look away. We have like a distinct identity. That happened. a (laughs) movie.
1: It's like like you were lost the entire (sighs) movie in the third act you found your people.
0: Yeah, I was a light bulb living among candles and I found a group of light bulbs.
1: Just big old eyebrowed light bulbs. Oh my god. Are we, are we co-writing
0: a Pixar movie about being adopted? It feels good to me. I like everything other
1: than the fact that I have to share my millions with you. I don't wanna yeah. do that. So yeah, I yeah. will kill you to get all But this. people
0: are gonna be really respectful of how you spend your money after they see what I do with mine.
1: <laughs> Everybody knows what you're gonna do with your money. You're I'll gonna put it buy in my bus. <laughs> yeah. You're a big bus guy. Every time I see you, you're talking about this my goddamn god. bus.
0: I'm going to drive it for a week, realize I don't want to live in a tiny tube, and then just ditch it in the woods and come back to society. Exactly. They're like, Did you yeah. have a dog? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never yeah. had a bus or a dog named Sasha. I think that I think you're, I think you're broken. <laughs> like, well, that's not <laughs> what I said at all. Like, <laughs> shut up. Leave me alone. You're the one abandoning your problems in the woods. I got to go to work.
1: That um, was, that's fun though. I'm glad that you got to like, meet your people i feel like that's always yeah it's very
0: odd i mean I, that happened to me ages ago when i was like getting chicken in the middle of the night in new york the guy like looks up at me he's like oh you're from uzbekistan and i'm like that's no fucking way how could you possibly know that there's got to be like had hey, had it,
1: you had your tag still on it was like, on
0: your <laughs> forehead. It's like oh no it's it says it's says made uzbekistan right there sorry damn it it's cool to leave the tag still on your forehead right when you're that's from somewhere else say. that's what oh, people my God.
1: say i'm just saying uh yeah it's just weird
0: because i've never felt like part of a group and it was cool to see that group all in an airport <laughs> like oh my god also my niece loves me and i think like being a good uncle is it just feels nice yeah it feels like it very is, easy
1: it is uh it is uh ego boost to go and just swoop in and do like some good uncle shit and everyone's like i can't believe we don't see this guy more it's so cool <laughs> like what's up and you're like oh boy if you yeah. saw me you know, any other week of the year, if you saw me two weeks
0: consecutively,
1: you would hate me. <laughs> yeah. but you I've got been me charging up for this moment just yeah. to get
0: through it seeming normal.
1: <laughs> my whole existence as or my whole point of existence as an uncle is to show you that your parents suck. Like, that's it. Right. <laughs> oh, my so God. I am the foil to your parents who actually love you and care about you. And I'm just like, yeah, you're cool but like i need my ego stroked a little bit this is about me your birth your existence is to serve me feeling good about myself i want
0: all of the joys of parenthood with nothing else none of the work (laughs) or responsibility i just want the nice treats that you get where they look at you and they're like you know something you're so smart i'm like that's the one thing i know
1: (laughs) yeah right i don't even want the joys of parent. i just like i want all the the uh ego boost of starting a cult without having to like by land you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah like, a
0: bunch of robes Ugh. right
1: it's like no 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 no. you listen to me because i'm taller okay
0: <laughs> there's a lot you're of that eat. hey hey you can't run over there come back i'm the big one
1: <laughs> you're gonna eat what i eat you're gonna drink what i drink and then when i die i don't care i mean you can join if you want you can join if you don't want to start your own little you
0: you become an uncle that's how it oh works being an uncle is a pyramid scheme that's really what it comes down. <laughs> that's to. how we got methodists i feel like you're welcome <laughs> um name. she's also four so she wants to hang off my arm and i can do that because she doesn't weigh anything and i've never felt stronger in my life i am a titan
1: yeah we <laughs> i don't know i don't know if this made the episode last time but i do remember you talking about this and i do remember how happy it made you i was like oh that's like a universal thing i remember doing that to my nieces and nephews yeah and
0: like, my god and you're like Fuck, yeah. yeah but i am um, Jacked, you know what I mean? (laughs) People won't shut up about it. I hate it. I go to the gym so much, and every time I show up at a party, they're like, Have you seen Ben? My god,
1: yeah, it's wild. How did his like
0: freaking arms get through the doorway?
1: It's like, this man truly doesn't need anything, you know what I mean? Like, he's really made it as a peak physical being. It's crazy that he does comedy. It's crazy that he does a podcast. Like, what a gift for us that he share. He's so physically perfect. It's crazy that he even shares a little bit of insight into his immaculate brain as well. It's insane. You,
0: know? you don't have to do this. You could live in the mountain off your glory. You have oh, enough. Man, but I it's so nice. One time I saw you slam a car door shut and it shattered all the windows. I thought that yeah. was really cool.
1: And you know what? I flipped that car over just because. Just lucky. Yeah. Know.
0: Yeah. They should have made stronger windows. It was their fault.
1: Anyway, my week. Uh, How are <laughs> I, you? Nice to
0: see you last night. Your friend Shelly just moved here. She's super funny. Yeah, a great set at the show.
1: Yeah, she. Uh, her friends were in town as well, so there's a lot of. We have so we Shelly's friends were in town. Uh, our mutual friend Courtney Baca, who's a very funny comedian from Minneapolis. People from Minneapolis listening, check her out. She's great. Uh, she's also in town, and then like there are a couple other people visiting. So it was a lot of like me wow. running around me living very far away from people where people are yeah. and then just being like i'll come it's fine whatever <laughs> and then you know doing a few shows that are also far away and all the shit so I, I just feel like i haven't been home all week and then um when i am home we just have ants we, we're just we're just in the part oh, of you have ants now life where nice. we have ants all of a sudden and we put traps out and then we for a few days we don't have ants and then all of a sudden it feels like the traps like the bait, like, brings in a new crop of ants, so then we have ants again. <laughs> so you I'm smell like, this shit. It's great. Right. Good stuff here. Like, oh, don't worry about all the carcasses there. That's probably so
0: unrelated. We don't <laughs> Weird. But, uh, so We're it, in the just, kitchen, at least? Or is it just a fucking... Actually, it's bathroom. just
1: in our bathroom, which I think there's just, like, a crack somewhere in our yeah. like, bathroom window. We got these goddamn trees outside of our window. I never like these trees. I never. I think we should get rid of all the trees. I'm on record. As There's standing. like
0: four trees in this city. Could you please not get rid of them? You handle. Imag-
1: imagine how many fewer ants I would have if there were only two trees. In this city. <laughs> I don't think
0: it's a, the trees' fault. The
1: thing, I'm, I'm, I'm resigned to believing this. Okay, Does your
0: so. girlfriend use honey for hair stuff? I don't know what you use honey for. My old roommate, what? she used like honey. Like she would. There's always be a jar of honey in the bathroom. And I don't like I don't maybe it was like homemade sugaring stuff so you can rip hair off your legs. But it's like starts with honey. And so we had ants like crazy in our bathroom. Because there was always like a half a fucking jar of honey in there.
1: First of all, don't share anything personal about me on this podcast <laughs> that I don't want people to know. I am single. <laughs> I am alone. How dare you? Secondly, honey, what are you even talking about? No idea. I don't even, it could be I a think, homemade sugaring solution. Was your was your roommate real or was it just a figment of your imagination? And you just had a jar of honey that was like I was
0: just you rubbing you myself in honey every day, like, being oh, like my I roommate. Can't
1: believe. <laughs> yeah
0: because i have never heard of that um well you can like have you heard of sugaring it's like a way to get rid of hair i think it's kind of like like a sex thing isn't it no it's like like, oh come here baby i'm (laughs) about to sugar all over you get your sugar out of here you sick Mm -hmm. animal Mm -hmm. you sickly beast you got
1: a little got a little leftover (laughs) sugar on your feet there babe (laughs) oh it's (laughs) always (laughs) feet i'm sorry oh you know gosh
0: there was a uh, in my hvac class someone brought up sucking up toes and it was the most yes. divisive thing i've ever heard people were screaming at each other like that's disgusting i love my girlfriend i love her feet <laughs> i had insane. that's so that's hilarious i had a foot fetish conversation
1: this week too and i was like really you got you got to look at it through the lens of like the fetish the fetishy i don't know the fetisher i like the person who's like to some people that idea of like you know licking a dirty foot or whatever is just like it's the same idea as like you or me. I don't know what you're into, and frankly, I don't want to know. But <laughs> it's like looking at like a juicy Why? thigh or something, and being like, "Oh, I love you know, I love hips, I love ass, I yeah. love titties, whatever." There, it's just feet are just the the titties of the lower half of the body. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not I've a big deal. I've always said
0: that. That's actually my line. I trademarked that. <laughs> okay,
1: I'm sorry. I'll I'll send you. You can invoice me for that. It's totally titties
0: fine. below the knees
1: yeah feet are just titties you walk on In between And between the toes
0: that. each of those is a little butt
1: thank you Titt- little titty <laughs> butts so i like i am not a foot person but if someone is into feet i feel like i understand
0: it's i feel like it's the easiest of the weird fetishes to understand because it is like yeah. it's just a body part and like all right well everyone else is attracted to mainstream body parts and it's like slightly askew <laughs>
1: yeah better than like your the, family
0: or whatever you fucking weirdos
1: feet are like the indie music scene you know they're like you know like you're talking fetishes with someone and you're like oh i like the foo fighters or whatever and they're like foo fighters i suck toes you pervert you know? like, <laughs> <one>. like okay
0: <laughs> every I time i, I bring don't. up music he keeps <laughs> shoving a foot in his mouth <laughs> i do have a friend who uh likes the foo fighters i'm sorry that's embarrassing
1: i do have friends who like the foo fighters uh including one- platonic friend that i live with um <laughs> loves the foo fighters i uh i have a friend who was like a foot fetish situation scenario was like unleashed on her she didn't know i don't think she knew this was i am pretty sure she didn't know what was gonna happen or she didn't know that it was gonna be to this extent but like went with it and like i gotta say the stories from foot fetish people are pretty fun you know what i mean jamming right. a whole little footy in your mouth just yeah. to get your, get your little rocks off I like well that. it's got to be
0: interesting to be like on her end of that right where you're not really into it but it is like on your side it's like pretty harmless you know it's just like, yeah i guess fuck around with my feet for a while i'm gonna hang out here and text people right
1: and it's like oh you don't even need to like rail me or anything you just need to like lick the dirt off my heels yeah man we could, be, we could be, wrap this up in 15 minutes okay <laughs> i get why jesus was so into this that being said if someone was like let me suck your big toe i'd be like you can do it but we're never getting married i want you to know that <laughs>
0: this is not uh, gonna happen. damn that was gonna make it into my best man speech <laughs> <laughs> Ben and
1: uh, Margaret met when he <laughs> had a hole in his shoe, and she
0: noticed. <laughs> that's that's a fun line. I'd really enjoy that. Ooh, yeah. Ooh.
1: I, well, then our, our foot fetters conversation turned into like I've also discovered there's people who are into like 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 amputees. You know. See, now and we're like really
0: going out there. Where you're like, I don't
1: think that's that far out there. I'm, I'm, uh, how much do I want to say about myself here? Um, I, I know there is a person on like the OnlyFans scene because I've seen this person on Twitter who isn't, she's super hot. She has one arm. And I'm like, that makes, I don't know. It's not about the loss of an arm for me, but I'm like, this person's hot. So, like, I get it. Like, I dated
0: a person with one leg before. She was, was like, but it wasn't like, that leg that got me you know yeah
1: it was the fact that she couldn't run away from you as fast <laughs> yeah please. i get oh, out of breath no. so easily oh, no. that's horrible yeah that was pretty bad i'm <laughs> sorry I... that's who you
0: are as a person stamped into the permanent record of our podcast yeah.
1: See the difference between me and all these other comedians who complain about being canceled and whatever is—I know I'm never going to get anything. So I'll
0: make, <laughs> I'll make the can't run away. You'll also of beat the shit out of yourself about what you said way before anyone even hears it. Yeah, that's true. I feel <laughs> bad like, about what I said. Look I'm at you—you you feel regret. What you sick fucking animal! You're never going to make it in this biz if you. I'd like to... to the words you say.
1: I'd like to apologize for my actions And anybody that my uh, actions harmed um, I am a better person than this you know? It's me,
0: you're apologizing to me Don't...
1: I am someone with
0: You know Two suckable feet and... <laughs> you're per- Dude, every time you like Your resume Every time you describe yourself It always starts with how suckable your feet are <laughs> yeah, One's yeah. clean, one's dirty Depending on the flavor that you like It's to all- mm um well that one is like the amputee thing is like the fetish part of it it doesn't it's not like like the foot thing i feel like is still pretty vanilla it's like weirdish you know but it's still pretty vanilla and then after that you're just like jumping into the ethereum of the many fetishes that are all fine and harmless but also like kind of fetishize people for having like not a leg right are you not supposed to do that aren't you supposed to like see a person and not be like i'm actually really horny uh for your trauma (laughs)
1: There, there's a comedian. Um, there, there are, There's at least one comedian I know of, and I'm sure multiple comedians who have these experiences and jokes about th- these experiences where um, because they are missing an arm or legs or something where people will just sling wild shit at them and be like, yo, I see you're in a wheelchair. I fuck with that. And like, you just, you just get these weirdos pointed sexual energy at you all the time. And like, I guess it's better that they're upfront about it and they don't spring it on you. So you don't like fall into this trap of whatever, but you know, your 16th message on a Wednesday before noon of someone being like, I want to see the nubs or whatever. is like, fucking, (laughs) Uh, that's too much. (laughs) I'm just trying to get to work. Right. And and these people are like, you know, I'm a human being also, it's like cool that you think I'm hot and all this shit, but like, I don't know. It would be nice to have a, A relationship that's not based on the fact that I went through something horrific as a child
0: yeah if I finally can afford that miraculous treatment and get cool legs are you just you just done with me
1: right exactly but uh you know I can't that's not my community so I can't really speak to all that I just know some of the things I've heard from people and it seems well you know (laughs) so many comedians are like so tinder is weird I'm like yeah try having try having to be on tinder as like a quadriplegic i bet it's way weirder for you yeah you
0: know what I mean? uh, it was casey james is a great joke where like you can tell someone's been on there for a bit because their profile was like no weirdos no like <laughs> right, right right list of like what's been shouted at them like none of that please yeah
1: you know i haven't been out in the streets like that i haven't been on tinder and uh you know, I think if I was, I just put my feet out there. I gotta be honest. That's the best <laughs> Yo, feet
0: pics first. I saw well, like the first nice day this summer. I was walking home from the train, and this girl like came out in the middle of the sidewalk, looked around, and then just took a picture of her feet and went back inside.
1: Oh, that's amazing!
0: Like, I saw feet pics live. Oh my god, that's hot as fuck. That's cooler like than that. seeing someone yeah. famous. I once saw Michael Sarah on a train. It felt nothing. This this was real life happening in front of me. It was beautiful.
1: What would you do if you saw Frankie Muniz on the
0: train? Hmm? Frankie Muniz, I'd be like, why do you still look 16 but also 40? What is happening? <laughs> Did he go insane after doing this show? I feel like that's gotta be a hard thing not to do. I don't know. I have like about... read zero news about him after Malcolm in the Middle. I just assume that if you're the star of a show that lasts that long and you make that much money that young, that they're like, it's gonna be really hard to come out of that as like a centered person.
1: Yeah, I think he just struggles with the same thing that a lot of like kid actors struggle with, is that he's he's like his body changed. He's an adult, and people are like, "No, no, no! You're a TV child." And now, yeah, what do you do with that in Hollywood? You know, so like, I don't know. What
0: you know, someone I think has really leaned into it well is Haley Joel Osment.
1: Sure, but God, Indeed. he looks weird as fuck.
0: He <laughs> looks—it's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. but he's leaned into it very well. He's in so much stuff right now, and it's very funny i've been watching future man very good i don't know we don't need to talk about other shows i like not at
1: all <laughs> well, that's okay should we start the podcast <laughs> yeah
0: since we brought them up let's freaking talk about it <laughs> Welcome to Burn Your Heroes, the number one podcast in America. Every week, we take a beloved hero from media, from history, from pop culture, from inside your house, and we burn them down. We find out why they're bad, why it would be a bother to be around them in real life. We find out that everyone is pretty much gray. Everyone good is fine. Everyone bad is probably bad. Actually, it doesn't go that way. (laughs) I am beloved roller coaster engineer Albert Kirshner, and with me today is... Uh I am Ben Katzner, your pinky toe piss pig. Come get me. <laughs> I love alliteration. God damn it, I love it so much. You could say anything and it'll really tickle me, even if it was pinky toe piss pig.
1: <laughs> I got him. Come find me. Big Big Daddy Pink on Venmo and PayPal. Oh my god.
0: He's got one weird foot where three of the toes are pinky toes. It's like a and superpower. I got a third
1: foot in a jar somewhere that doesn't belong to me. <laughs> very cool always the collector
0: always so avant-garde
1: albert my friend who are we roasting today let's
0: talk about it. today burning. we're burning down uh a tiny adult malcolm from malcolm in the middle he's a angsty little 40 year old man trapped inside the body of a 15 year old little dude that is accurate and th- this
1: is one i feel like this is one you had circled on your calendar this is one that you've i think maybe when the the seed of this podcast was put together i feel like this might have been a person you were thinking about. Sure? it
0: was a lot of like what shows that i re-watched during the pandemic and i would do this thing where i'm like all right like that's what started it with fraser i'll watch it and then halfway through be like i hate this main character what's gonna happen in three more seasons <laughs> and i'll just like watch the shit right. out of it and he was he was definitely one of those where you realize you're like oh you're kind of the problem in every episode <laughs> Like, right, like uh, one of the first episodes I watched today, they went to the zoo and he just complained the whole time, <laughs> and it ended up like being distracted while his little brother jumps into the thing with the tigers. And you're like, and now I gotta say,
1: off. I've been to the zoo and I get it, I get why you would complain the entire time. Oh but my like, god, this, this is a whole, especially now, I feel like zoos are like kind of a scam where it's like, okay, you can get we were just talking about this with uh some friends about how in the Bronx Botanical Garden, there's like a general admission. Fee that you can pay like 20 bucks or whatever to get in, but you can't even see all the shit. You know what I mean? You got to get like the deluxe package or whatever to see what some flowers in bloom, you know, and I'm just sitting here and I'm like, what is this really? Like, what are we, what are we doing? When you go to zoos, you can't see shit. You can only see like a dead seal washing up against the glass.
0: Or whatever. I, just don't, <laughs> I love it. I love the thunder I, <laughs> I love that they hire like a teen boy to like move the water so it keeps splashing right. his corpse against the window. <laughs> yeah. Like Miguel, make him look alive. <laughs>
1: no, alive, I said.
0: Um, I will say look, so like the Bronx Botanical, the uh, greenhouse is very cool. Like they have a wing that's like, all right, this is a uh, this biome, right? This is like a desert biome. These are the plants you would see in this kind of environment. And then this wing, you're gonna see this kind of stuff. I thought that was neat. Some like some zoos like there's a zoo in Seattle where the wolves that are from that area have an incredibly cool area where they just pretty much put a fence around a chunk of forest. Mm-hmm. And then you walk on this plank around the fence. But every other animal is still like in a cement box. But the, the wolves get a good day.
1: Sure. There's like ways yeah, to do it. I think I that just want to see cool. a fucking sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. Um, I do it all the time. But I'm going right? to but I'm gonna power through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't give a fuck anymore. I've seen, I've been to zoos. I've seen some shit. I just want to see a fucking dinosaur or a Venus flytrap.
0: That's where I'm at. Like, at this point, like, that's one thing that's so and one thing that is so violently available. (laughs) I saw a (laughs) Venus flytrap last week. Is that true? Yeah. Someone brought it to Phil's. They're like, look what I just got. You know, uh, you don't want to set them off. You want to let them get food because they only have so much energy to snap and poison something. So if you, like, fuck with them to get them to bite, you'll kill them.
1: Mm, That feels like, That's a deadly game you're playing right there. You're bringing a... I don't know. I've seen enough Venus flytrap propaganda to feel like you shouldn't bring them
0: to people. Uh I I feel like your house is riddled with ants. You should have one.
1: Hey, man. (laughs) I told you that in confidence, you piece of (laughs) shit. Let's
0: talk about this fucking show you wanted
1: to do for this podcast instead of my ant problem.
0: Okay? Okay. Um, Malcolm. So when
1: did you... uh, this is the question i was like asking you because you always have these uh, these beautiful answers to like when did you first watch the show and like what did it mean did it mean anything to you when you first watched it
0: so i have like a lot of strong emotions for early tv i watched because we had an antenna so we only got like four channels yeah and this just made like i think fox is one of them yep and so this was just like one of the things i could watch and it was pretty much kind of angled at me in my experience ish even though nothing was the same but i just like really you know i kind of like the music the bits the thing i loved about it the cold opens that's something that still holds up they do cold open every episode and they're fucking hilarious and it's like a good throwaway joke and then they just move on with their episode and i think it's freaking rad and so i like really grew up liking it and then i hadn't watched it in over a decade until i was making out with someone in chicago and she had it playing in the background i was like you know i fucking love this show and we like stopped and talked about how great the show was for a minute (laughs) right now every time you watch it you
1: get a little bit hard you're like what is this what is that why is that that
0: happening? I mean, I always do because Lois and Hal are just so fucking passionate. Oh, my God.
1: Lois can still Jane Kaczmarek, right? That's her name in real life? I think so, yeah. She can absolutely get it, you know? You want to fucking step on my okay you know what i mean uh <laughs> you
0: can do if you whatever on you your to pinky do. toe and fucks
1: it up are you gonna lose yeah. revenue no people like a fucked up pinky toe
0: oh my god you're so into the scene you know the nuances i love that about you
1: you gotta know the industry that you're in That's really-
0: <laughs> you're not a casual foot freak you're definitely i,
1: I remember watching this um I don't think I caught like every episode, but I definitely feel like I would jump in. It was a show that like caught my attention. We're we're roughly the same age. I think I'm a little older than you, but are you thirty two. Um, I'm thirty three. Damn, you are old. We're oh. both too old to be doing this podcast. <laughs> I like making fun of teens. <laughs> this is great. And, but I remember this being one of those shows that just caught my attention. I would watch, and I would be, like, and I don't know. I don't. It never really stuck with me. Like you definitely were into it longer than I was but I remember having pleasant feelings about it it didn't really bother me in any particular way I I think I'm trying to think if like the family reminded me of my family or anything but not really like I don't really know there is a funny gag in the in like the very the pilot episode where it's so their one house next to them to like their left has a for sale sign and it's their house which is like dilapidated and trash and then the next house to the right has a for sale sign and I'm like <laughs> I'm not that family we're not that family necessarily but goddamn do I know that family like I know that part there of our block a, for sure. there's
0: a great episode where I think they go like on a yearly vacation and they have to skip it and they find out that the entire block does a block party when they're not there. <laughs> wow (laughs) like really see i don't like that's the thing i was trying to realize what my attachment to it was and it had no like i love the bits there's just lots and lots of bits i do like jokes but it was like my family is nothing like this i think that's part of it was i was super stressed as a kid about having a normal family 'Cause like any, yeah. it just comes up in school constantly. Teachers ask you for dumb class things, people ask you like what's what's your dad? And you're like, Well, it's not he's not really my dad. He's just a guy who's my brother's dad and I like I can call him dad, but we don't really have that relationship. And so I just started straight up lying and be like, He's great. I have a great dad just to get out of this like long winded thing all the time.
1: That's not a lie. <laughs> so he what is that you're saying he's your stepfather or not your step what is no he's got no i'm doing the thing you're just like you're terrified
0: of he's got no legal relationship to me but he was like around because we ended up we uh we lived in a house we moved up to maine it didn't work out so we moved back into a house with him my mom so they were divorced living in the same house and because i was with her now i'm living there too my brothers call him dad he's around we don't really have that relationship but like sometimes for convenience i do i don't know it's like this very half-assed on paper weird relationship we had so i liked like these normal like very defined families sure i love love, like a good marriage with kids everything's working out everything's just fucking like kind of normal and they're like having all the you know like a brother that's your age and not 10 years older than you so you can beat the shit out of each other and then learn about conflict (laughs) <laughs> what seems cool like my dad like my brother was 10 years older than me my other brother was 20 years older than me if he hit me in public it would have been a thing it been right like, real issue. he's going to jail yeah yeah, yeah. for sure what's that grown-ass man beating us kid he's like It's my little brother right Um uh, yeah, so i always like that,
1: that. Okay, uh I and you. i find did,
0: that theme in like, a lot of shows that i enjoy
1: did you relate to malcolm at all in this show like did he stick out to you as a child or anything
0: no i didn't realize i was smarter than everyone until way later so i was like i'm more dewey (laughs) i'm freaking hal and dewey baby i'm weird as hell
1: (laughs) yeah there's a dewey yeah dewey is this just like a round ass kid who like finds his way into trouble all the time and my god it was just very funny and hal the dad is just again i so i just recently watched the pilot episode so i could like get reacquainted with some of the vibes or whatever and like just the idea. The opening shot is like him getting shaved in the kitchen by his wife, and yeah. I'm like, that is so foreign to anything I've ever seen in my life. But I love this <laughs> so much. I just love. I do love that love, and I love that he's comfortable <laughs> with his wife. For some reason, she's shaving him. I don't know why. Like she just seems like a like a. In a good way like a demanding woman who's like i'll just do it you know like you yeah can't, yeah you're can't terrible at her shaving your yeah, own i'll back. just do it Ugh. and she's like i'll take control and i'm like oh god <laughs> yeah Someday she to have runs a, that family to have a wife who will just
0: shave me in the kitchen in front of my kids that is love you know what i mean so i really uh, it's love her. combined with power in a way that i really am into sure she bad. runs that fucking family she is the queen of that family she's like a general shrieking at them they're monsters they're terrible monster children and it yeah. makes me like makes me desperately hope I never have to raise teen boys.
1: Dog, well, I hope that for society as well. But <laughs> that funny is like kids are portrayed that way on that show but i'm also like yeah if you have three kids that close in age it's probably like that in real life like i've seen like it's gotta be right it's a lot of like you know there's a lot of bits where it's like the adults are talking to other adults and then the kids are like rolling around and like setting shit on fire in the background actually they have four kids i forgot but
0: yeah uh, they have to send one to military
1: school right and i'm like (laughs) Yeah, this is, like, that's not that far from normal. Like, no. I totally... I
0: people, mean, some of my best friends, they all have, like, brothers near their age, and there's so much of my childhood that's just hanging out, waiting for them to finish beating the shit out of each other. Just right. the absolute tar. <laughs> like,
1: you know, in hindsight, what's weird is, like, I think I do i am malcolm i don't and i think which sucks because i was watching this episode and i was like what a fucking and this is him yeah. as a child i'm like this child is a dick i can't yeah, stand this yeah it's ludicrous whatever but i am also that person who like gets hyper defensive sometimes for like just the most innocuous things like i'm not smarter than i think as a kid i probably was a little smart for my age but like now i'm an idiot so it doesn't matter but like just that idea of always thinking you're right. Like you're, you're no matter what. And you're like, it doesn't matter how emotional I'm being right now. I know I'm correct. Like, I think I have that in me. So this is like terrifying to watch this little, this little like, uh, just hoity. not, I don't know what the word is, but like holier than thou, but not in a very subdued way. Like, I'm like, you are a normal person, but you do think you're better than everyone. Like, I'm like, I feel that. I actually do really feel that a lot. So (laughs)
0: You're I so like violently that. burdened by your own flaws, but you're still over everyone. Yeah. So <laughs> to me, there's probably, you know, if there's a ninth season,
1: Malcolm from Malcolm in the middle like gets into stand-up comedy or something. Like, he's just, Definitely that or pills. Yeah, something is yeah. happening. Maybe both. You know, season 10. Oh yeah. Freaking. So what are your what are your thoughts? What are some thoughts you have on uh
0: Malcolm during this? Because I, I wrote I have some things that I he, like hates about. his place in the world. He's like, he desperately wants to be a cool kid, but he hates everyone because they're too stupid. And so he has like this group of friends that are all the smart kids in the school and he's like resentful of them for not being cool. So he's like mad that he has to be friends with them. And they're like so patient with him. He throws them under the bus at least six times a season. Just like, (laughs) fuck you guys. I'm gonna go hang out with these idiots. And then he has to drag himself back and like, they were pranking me. They didn't actually want to hang out with me. And they're like, we'll always accept you because we're decent people who are just kind of goofy. And he's like, oh, "You're so goofy. I hate it." He's
1: like, "I'll put that shit to the test because I'm gonna betray you again, <laughs>
0: again." <laughs> like,
1: next episode, I'm fucking your shit oh up God. again. Oh, there's For a girl who, who can
0: barely read who smiled at me. Sorry, guys. Fuck you forever. I'm out.
1: Yeah, one of the worst things I think he does in this pilot episode that I watched was um, he gets forced to go on a play date with uh, Stevie, right? Who's who's this little like, brother? He's, no, oh no, Stevie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. talking about the wheel. He's in a yeah. wheelchair, and he like. Talks like this, which is a fun bit, and like I do remember my friends like reenacting that, whatever. Because <laughs> that's like, not like
0: a real thing, right? That's not a version of asthma where you have to breathe between every word. But maybe
1: never in my life have I seen that. <laughs> but also, I'm sure I'm not far away from that because I run out of breath when I'm on stage all the time. So, who knows?
0: but <laughs> he I, spoke I a I think... sentence
1: and just collapsed in front of us. What <laughs> <The hell laughs> like, happened? It's like it wasn't that good of a setup. I don't know why he was even. <laughs> <laughs> But he so he has to have this play date with Stevie who's this black kid in a wheelchair and he's so against it that I'm like, all right, there's something there. There's <laughs> there's a little bit, there's a seed of something problematic in your disgust of having to play Yo. the black kid in a wheelchair. What and, is
0: the part that makes him seem like a burden to you? Is it his skin? Is it his right. legs? <laughs> is it the fact that he has the second highest IQ in the school? <laughs> right. <laughs> Malcolm's just pacing around. It's like, I don't
1: know, Uncle Jerry says there can't be as smart as us. And I was like, whoa,
0: Malcolm, what's up, dog? It's Bunny, a lot. Where did this I mean, come from? I don't think it's low as hell.
1: <laughs> Who are you getting this shit from? Right. And I hey, and I watched the whole episode. So I know there's no other black people in your neighborhood. So I don't know <laughs> what you're seeing here. Wild. And he doesn't really like he doesn't even open up. Is it Steve or is it Stu- It's Steve. Stevie. Okay um he doesn't open up to him until they like had he has like a bunch of comic books in his room i'm maybe he's like a make-a-wish kid i don't know uh and uh i thought I think that his that parents was, are doing pretty well was, <laughs> 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 man there are a few things more terrifying than when i do what i think is a clear joke And you get, you just stone face me. (laughs) You give me absolutely nothing. And then I'm like, Oh man, I don't think he is. I don't think, I don't know what you're talking about, (laughs) but he has like comic books. And then um, Malcolm's like, Oh wait, you have value to me now. And I'm like, Oh, that's you're a kid, but that's like a shitty thing that you're,
0: it's going to take a long time for you to unlearn that behavior. Yeah. You have stuff. I like, I guess I'll use I mean, be friends with you. Right. (laughs) This will be a good work relationship. Um, (laughs) I do love his like most of the there's my, my big downside on the show is they use this trick a lot. It's like bad sitcom trick where someone's like trying to explain something and someone's just yelling over them. And they're like, but don't go in there. There's a, no, no, don't you interrupt me. I'm trying to shout over you about how I'm going to go to the bathroom. And there's no shark in there. It's like, but don't go in there. There's a shark in there. He's like, shut up. I can't listen to you. I'm yelling a lot. And then I'm going to walk away and storm into that room. Oh my God, there's a shark in there. You know that trick? I have a terrible example, but like that trick of just yelling over people where they try and tell you the solution to what you're asking. And then they just go, they do that constantly. And that's his big move. He's the one shrieking over like some girl who's talking to him that he's like right. no girls like me. And this girl's like i'm here and he's like shut up no girls like me i hate it i'm too smart for this world people are too dumb and then she's like but i'm right here okay go fuck yourself and then they blow up and be like you're a goddamn idiot and then four episodes he's in like the exact same situation again and you're like you're the villain of the show your family's yeah. the heroes you're the villain you mentioned
1: something to me uh, before we start recording that you felt like he doesn't like evolve at all during any of
0: this. Yeah, right? that thing that him being like upset at his life and constantly complaining. He's just the same person forever. And everyone like his brother Dewey. Fucking, turns out he's like a musical genius. He ends up like getting into schemes where he's befriending bikers. And he's like living this insane life. Even Reese has these moments of growth. Everybody else is like evolving and exploring and changing. And he's just like kind of the same turd. Constantly like, oh, everything is happening to me. And everyone's like, we're all living. We're all just trying to get by. I don't know why you think this is happening to you. You're lucky that we feed you, you asshole. Right.
1: Those are some of the worst kinds of people, right? Where you're you're like so especially in like comedy okay because you can sit down we're, we're at some venue sit down in the bar get a drink someone's like hey how's your day man or whatever and you're just like oh i've gone through some shit and then you say like two words you're like you know my dad is sick or something whatever and then like oh my god my dad like they just quickly turn the yeah. narcissism like the mirror is on them. They and they drag you in. You would have said nothing, but they drag you into the situation and then they make the situation all about themselves. And you're just sitting there and you're like, What did I do to deserve this?
0: You know what I mean? Like you forced I, me to open up and then you took a shit in my cabinet. I'm you could, could put a that.
1: cardboard cutout of yourself next to this person and they would talk at it until it's just covered in saliva. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like I definitely
0: find myself doing stuff like that. It's like Yeah, I was I actually know. talking
1: about you. <laughs> um <so
0: it's> good. <laughs> You're like, well, it's like, you know, how to have a conversation. Like, you're supposed to ask people about the thing they just said and actually explore it. And sometimes it's hard not to get distracted by that. Ooh, that's like the thing that's in my head. I'm going to dominate everything you just said and just change the conversation about me.
1: Sure. It is a dance of, like, figuring out when do I jump in? When do I not jump in? Am I listening or am I thinking of what I should be saying when they're done talking? Yes,
0: it's hard. If you're a terrible person who's on a lot of caffeine, it's hard to be a good conversationalist. Yeah, I agree with that. I understand. Um, Well, also you just—it's easy. You just ask people questions about what they said. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm sorry. What happened to your dad? Are you okay? Is your family all right? Like, it's not that hard actually. (laughs) I'm sorry. What did you say? I wasn't paying attention oh my god i'll kill you <laughs> i'm driving a bus into your house right now <laughs> good
1: luck finding it it's the one covered in ants um
0: god your life is so riddled with ants it's exhausting it really is it's riddled with ants i
1: just got it unriddled with syphilis and now i got these ants it's
0: crazy. well you gotta stop rubbing yourself with honey in the bathroom
1: uh i'm sorry do you want me to pay my rent or not what do you think <laughs>
0: Uh we've already mentioned this, but it's truly wonderful how much Lois and Hal fuck. And now that, that's like a huge part of their relationship and it comes up constantly. Where you're like they're they have like a strong physical relationship after years of raising kids and it's like consistent and it comes up a lot and it's freaking beautiful and I love it. I love them. I want what they have.
1: There, I said it you did say that you have been saying that you've wanted to say that and i respect that now do you think that affects Malcolm in any way shape or form because it's weird that that doesn't to me like he's so rigid and uptight and they're like they're very comfortable with their bodies they're very whatever
0: see i think he really hates stupid people and i think he views his family as stupid so he like dismisses everything they do or maybe it's not even stupid because it's like they have such an antagonistic relationship sometimes like maybe him and his mom that it's like so much like discipline and you guys are terrible that he doesn't like he never stops and like observes them and sees them for who they are and it's like all of his problems with women could be solved if he just like watched his mom and dad hang out once you know right right they're like they're displaying how to be good at this in front of him constantly and he's like ignoring them because they're his parents and then going to school and be like why is this so hard uh. yeah and like you, bit, you motherfucker you have the example and role models in front of you you're so lucky There is that weird
1: thing, though, of like adult maturity just doesn't translate to a kid for it takes way too long for kids to pick up on like, oh, it's okay to be comfortable with your body. It's all right to express love and passion (laughs) or whatever, because if you do it as a kid. You get made fun of a lot. You know what I mean? Like you get people are like, "What is this motherfucker doing?" you are <laughs> like, "I don't know. I'm just displaying the <laughs> characteristics and traits of a loving my loving family shows me. Is this not what we're supposed to do?" And they're like, no. "Fuck,
0: no, it's God, not. No, oh, your em- you. emotional maturity is alienating and terrifying. You right. scare us, you little old man. Get out of here."
1: I'm gonna pull your underwear around your head, you little bitch. that's, yeah. what, happens. that's what happens when you display emotional maturity. Has that fun. ever
0: happened in real life? Have you ever seen that? The wedgie that goes all the way up to the head?
1: No. I, God, it has to suck. I, I think I've maybe seen two IRL wedgies in my entire life. So, like, who, who's... What kind of person is gripping another person's
0: under roots? You know, I don't want to, yeah. you
1: know how much kids get shit on their underwear? Like you want to put your hands in shitty little kid underwear and pull them up? No, thank you.
0: No, we were all just, pun- everyone's just punching. I say we, like I was involved at all. No, they were all just punching the shit out of each other. If they didn't yeah. like, if someone was like kind of nerdy. They would just hit them. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess that's, that's one way to deal with it.
1: <laughs> you know, problematic. Sure. But definitely not as many germs you know like you can no, say that. Uh,
0: no 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 wipes just throwing people into tables full of condiments which is the coolest fight thing i've ever seen that had the least damage that just had like the kid didn't get hurt he just got chucked into a table full of condiments that exploded everywhere so oh it looked like God. an action movie
1: that's wild
0: that's <laughs> a freaking rat there was a weird relationship between these two guys where one guy had like a rough family and was very angry and another guy's trauma made him poke the bear a lot Sure. Where, like he wasn't being hunted by this kid. He would go up and be like, hey, look and be like weird at him until he got hit. And I just never understood it. But it was like a good six months where you're like, oh, you got to hang out in your look because every once in a while you get to watch him throw a kid.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's a pretty universal experience. I'm I'm I as a kid who sometimes would like poke the bear for no reason. uh I think there's like a thing in your head where you're thinking about People probably more than they're thinking about you right so you're like Absolutely. you're you're at home you're like this motherfucker like i had this kid in like high school this kid i hope he fucking listens to this i'm just gonna say his name i'm gonna say his first name but everybody who i know will know who i'm talking about his name is Jeremy. he was like two or three years older than me and like he was a piece of shit like he was a bully he was racist toward me he was whatever and like all this shit but there were days where he just wasn't he wasn't necessarily doing anything to me but he had done something previously where i'd be like it would be this literally what you just did where you're like hey luke i'd be like hey jeremy what's up how's your little baby dumb dick doing today or something you know what yeah. and Why? i'll kill you <laughs> you black Look bastard up. i'll kill you
0: oh my you know? god you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's now like, a u.s senator no <laughs>
1: he one time you had to pay to come to one of my comedy shows and that was probably oh, the highlight of my comedy hell career. yeah and it wasn't <laughs> even a good show you idiot you fucking dumb bitch what are you <laughs> thinking
0: you paid to see me be mediocre fuck you <laughs>
1: yeah you came yeah. to go watch me and three other people you know hold the room's attention barely before a fucking mm-hmm. cover band called steel panther was playing <gasps> That's you idiot it's
0: such a good name it is a my good God. name it was um bad comedy anyway did, did he ever have like very obvious trauma or something that you could link it back to or did he just seem like an asshole yeah he was ugly that's pretty that's <laughs> tough, <right? laughs> oh you think i just called him ugly every day i think i really you, do leave me alone was... you black bastard i probably was like you, you ugly beautiful fuck. black bastard god damn it you're perfect skin i hate you yeah one time i
1: mean he like i don't know it was just like things would happen in his life and because I don't know what the initial thing was, but he was definitely weird to me first. Because like I, I just didn't talk. I feel like I didn't talk to anyone outside of my school. So it's like we were having beef. Something weird was said for sure. And then I would, then I would. I, I don't like to argue and fight with people because if you do one, if you wrong me once i will you know go 10 times more aggressive than i need to yeah. so i can shut it down and make you feel like a bad person I've been so there. i stop doing that i stop arguing with people because i can be very hurtful but i think i did that with him right and uh he uh at one point it got to the he like got into school or something and i was like congrats you idiot like something mean like i did something mean
0: like he got into a college or something he
1: got into a college and it was probably not like the best school ever and i was like oh you yeah. fucking idiot you're dumb or something phoenix him, online
0: hide your ugly face you dumb idiots
1: and he i remember him being i'm not gonna say the exact words because these are very problematic but he was like oh i bet you just what are you gonna do for school i bet you're just gonna get into some dumb black r-word college and i was like what does that even mean like you just strung words together
0: yeah all the mean ones you can think of
1: right and like oh you think you think it's bad to go to a HBCU? You know, like one of the most, presti- like some of the most prestigious colleges in our country <laughs> that benefit black people. You're like, oh, I bet you go to a school where black people go. And I'm like, yeah, I would. Yeah. love Yeah, I go bet to you're gonna school. go to
0: Brown and become a lawyer, aren't right. you? Huh? <laughs> like, oh no, what are you gonna go to
1: Harvard? Or, not Harvard. <laughs> Howard is what I meant to say. Sorry. Um, it, it was just like a very funny moment where I was like, oh, I think I've maybe pushed this too far <laughs> like, uh, oh, he's hurt. Yeah, so. He's hurt, but fuck him. He sucks. But Hell yeah. in this show, there is that kid, especially in the pilot. I don't know how much he's throughout the rest of the season and stuff, but Malcolm has a bully like that. And they have these interactions where they like egg each other on. And there is a moment at the end of the first episode where um, Malcolm like calls out his bully. And I felt that I did feel that. But then Malcolm says something about the bully's friends who are all white. I will mind. It's important that, you know, they're all white but he says um you know you and your fucking slave monkeys think you're doing you're like and i'm just like slave monkeys like what are you what reading what are you on the internet where are you
0: getting (laughs) this yeah i love the idea that he's reading like racist literature but he doesn't know it's about race and he's like oh a good
1: way to burn some people hell yeah slave monkey this will be good (laughs) at lunch tomorrow And I'm just like, Malcolm has some problematic language. I'm just gonna say it. He's got a little. He's got a lot of
0: angst. He
1: thinks he's better than a lot of people.
0: Yeah, that elitism is a poison that is definitely leads to bigotry. And he's riddled with that shit. He is just spewing it.
1: If they if they reboot the show, he's listening to Joe Rogan on the (laughs)
0: window every day. Weed and ayahuasca, yes
1: slave monkeys that's wild that's a wild thing to that is
0: say. a yeah i'm uncomfortable every time you say it it's making me sweaty
1: oh that's a slave monkey mentality I you got that. <laughs> say it back to me so i can get you kicked off of this um, podcast cool please don't <laughs> i work so hard <laughs> kind of Um, yeah do you have any other thoughts about any of these like any malcolm shit
0: i would love the show without him i think if you just got rid of him yes like, all of his scenes it would be a very pleasant show about a family getting by
1: yes you're <laughs> 100 like, right you're
0: like oh that reese he's such a rascal but anyways he's not getting provoked so he's like actually kind of chill and like reading a little now
1: they have one kid too many you're absolutely yeah. correct yeah and that, i'm sure in real life so many families
0: relate to that they're like
1: oh why didn't we stop at three they're the perfect number What's wrong with us?
0: For some reason, okay. I grew up beside a house that had like only blonde daughters, and like five of them, and named them all starting with M A, like Marissa. Maybe like maybe a few other M, but they're all M names. Yeah. So every like holiday, there would be like l- little wooden things outside with like Miranda, Marissa, Marilla. Oh, and it was just Marillo. <laughs> I made one up.
1: Oh, <laughs> I one think of those. <laughs> Marillo isn't a real name, people
0: i just i don't know it just creeps me out so much like what are you doing why are you trying to have five of the same person this makes no sense to me parents doing like a bit with their
1: kids names is one of the most frustrating things yeah, right it's like
0: this is gonna have to be a human who has to deal with this real forever right you like, like you
1: get to die but this kid <laughs> is gonna have to live with this shit for a long time yeah just so you know every time they
0: go story. and date someone they're like sorry all my family pictures look like we're in a cult where we all look the right. same and dress in white and are in a field or some shit
1: yeah it's fucking what i don't
0: parents do better
1: that's what i'm saying please um do you have a do you have a shittiness scale for malcolm did you think of any of this um
0: you gotta go first on this one
1: okay perfect uh because i'm making it up as per usual hell yeah so scale of one to ten how shitty do i think malcolm is um one low ten high
0: as per you know the rules people okay you've been here you came for it I think we should give him a nine just to spite the people who question the oh, scale. <laughs> there was
1: someone who, so I had like a, I posted about Harry Potter or something, and someone was like, "How the fuck do you give Harry Potter a, like six or something?" No, it, it, we gave Harry Potter like a four or a five, and then we gave Batman an eight or something, and they were like, "How is that even possible?" And I never even got into the argument. But to that person who is listening, first of all, thank you for listening. Secondly, (laughs) Batman, Batman has a harem, a harem of young trauma, traumatized kids that he throws into the wild streets of Gotham. And Harry Potter is just like an annoying little kid who grows up to be a cop.
0: You know what I mean? Well, they're Harry Potter is essentially Batman as a teen. He doesn't have like he has all the trauma, he has all the wealth, he has all the shit, but he doesn't have like the time to build the agency to where he's controlling half the city's finances.
1: That is succinctly and perfectly put, and that's why I did what I did, even though I didn't think about that at the time. So okay. back to this scale. Back to this scale. Um, I on a scale of one to ten, I give Malcolm a two. I'll give him a two. Okay. So a two for me. So one for me, first of all, is uh How shitty, the the shitty feeling of being, uh, being an only child, okay, and yeah, you don't have any brothers or sisters to hang out with, but you have a kid, you have a cousin next door that's your same age who likes all the same things that you do, and you get along and you're so close that it feels like this cousin is a brother or sister to you, okay? That's a one. And a 10 is... You are one of 11 children, and your parents generally forget that you exist more often than not, okay? (laughs) Poor Dewey. (laughs) I give give Malcolm a two on the scale, which is you are one of four kids, and uh, your mom... Constantly calls you one of your siblings' names, which is what my mom does to me.
0: Even though- my mom does that all the time. Sometimes yeah, she'll like list through every name in our family, including the dogs, before getting to me, and it just cracks me up.
1: <laughs> I think this is a pretty universal thing. <laughs> it's truly, write in. We'll put the email on the episode description, uh, and we'll you know we'll tweet and post this and stuff. Like, let us know if your parents call you the wrong name. I'm pretty sure this is, might be one of the most universal experiences of being a child or have having siblings or whatever oh, 100%. i think malcolm is a two on the scale which is again okay getting called the wrong name it's he's wow. not he hasn't he's annoying but like he's not like some sort of agent of chaos he hasn't he he doesn't like really hurt anyone that i remember like he doesn't like run a bus through an orphanage or something no he
0: hurts a lot of feelings mostly i think he's more like a future threat He's for sure going to be a huge burden <laughs> a on the world.
1: future threat.
0: Yeah. Sure. yeah, he's going to be like an Elon Musk. He's going to be something where you're like, your ambition is going to be a burden on everyone else on this planet, and we're just going to have to deal with it.
1: Yeah, I am threatened by his intelligence, but so far it hasn't manifested into anything dangerous, in my opinion. So
0: I, I love mean, intelligence, but too. I think his shitty moodiness is going to grow to, what is he going to use that intelligence for? He's like, oh, I just bought Boston Dynamics. I'm going to make robot dogs for the cops. You're like, no. oh, thanks.
1: You know well, what? You know who Malcolm grows up to be? And maybe I should shift my scale if this is the case there was um a few months ago god this is fucked up but this is true so a few months ago there were people who like created some sort of app or something so you could like unblock i don't i don't really know how snapchat works snapchat works anymore but it was something where you could put a snapchat filter on right and like you could cover up so like if you put stars and you sent a nude and you put stars on your titties. It would cover up your titties. There were people who created an app that could like bust through the filters. So you could see the unfiltered photo. That is what Malcolm has the That's potential so to grow to be. Funny.
0: I had a friend in college who was like, uh, just a complete piece of shit, but he, uh, he like learned. <laughs> just, just know that
1: you said that this person was your friend. So <laughs> yeah. whatever you say after is. Well, about you Yeah, know, you exist.
0: befriend someone and then you, you learn about them. Um, and yeah, he like learned Photoshop because he learned that if you adjust the levels, you can make sure it's kind of see through.
1: Jesus Christ! You're
0: like you're like he's like an idiot, but learned like kind of complicated software to, for titties.
1: It's literally easier just to be like, ask ten people if you can see their tits, and like one will say yes, and it's, you'll be like, "All right, this was this was easier than learning Photoshop." to do what I'm doing to maybe see a bra. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got it. I got the outline of a bra. I did it. It's like four in the morning. Streak. I did it. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Okay. Toes, I understand. But a bra? <laughs> white socks? Oh, you don't want to wear white socks in public. Ben, we'll take a picture of your feet and you use this filters to get those goddamn socks off. Of <laughs> Let us see the shape. <laughs> okay. So for me, a one is like you have two to three kids and you can afford them and life is easy, right? You're just like, cool, I can send them all to college. We both have jobs that are like able to afford us this. That's not like we're not constantly under financial strain. We're living a pretty chill life. 10 is you're like the competitor to John and Kate plus eight, but you lose out, right? So you, uh-huh. have, you have 10 kids in the hopes of you get a show about you so you can afford to have 10 kids and you don't. So, you just fucked. Having to raise kids, you birthed as a prop. Yeah. So, I'm going to give Malcolm a six. What? Yeah, I know.
1: Fuck him, dude. He this is, is crazy.
0: Personally, right now, fine. But if he didn't exist, his family would be on the other side of that line of comfort, of not like so much less violence because him and Reese being set, such a close age really ramps up. their like, they constantly battle each other and ramp each other up. And then just their family has to deal with it. And they lose so much money to their antics. They're under so much stress. She has to work a terrible job just to keep their family afloat. And if he didn't exist, it'd be fine. And yes, he's like their big hope because he's like a genius, but he just remembers sure. numbers. He's an idiot who can remember long numbers. That's It's going to be great for getting people to space, useless in any situation, including other people.
1: I, I, you know, I have to start writing these down so I remember who got what. But I'm pretty sure you ranked Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle <laughs> worse or the same as like Gandhi. Am I correct? I think so, I think that yeah. might be the case. Yeah. Just so you know what you've done here. But Gandhi
0: didn't fuck his niece. He proved that to all of us.
1: <laughs> I feel bad that I brought up Gandhi. I wish you wouldn't have brought that particular okay. aspect. That's He's a good guy. Look, he didn't do it. So, in your world, there is still a way that Malcolm could, like, he could grow up and not, like, could he redeem himself? I guess is what I'm
0: asking. I think it's kind of seems like if he gets, like, a cool girlfriend in college, he can be saved. If he could, like, if he could just get someone where he, like, actually listens to them and they show him compassion and empathy, I think he'll be all right. But he has, like, a real, he's, like, sprinting headfirst into becoming a Zuckerberg.
1: Sure. So, you're saying he needs to, there's a Crusoe rust nut that needs to be busted before he gets to the age where he learns, like... Uh... I
0: literally have no idea what you just
1: said. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know a rust nut where you're just like, it's been a long time, I got a little rusty batch in there. got to get it okay. out of Okay, yeah, I
0: got to get the demons out.
1: Get it out of there. Get that demon seed out of me. Um, you're saying if he gets that out of the way before he learns coding, there's a chance that he could be saved. Yeah, once
0: okay. he gets locked in a web of math and logic, we're fucked, we're all fucked. Sure. Our I'm silly human up. emotional needs have no bearing on him. But he's also probably fine. I'm probably being harsh because it's fun. you know, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna question the scale. I will skew it harder. <laughs> he's a ten. He's our first ten there. Wow. So <laughs> he's okay. a cyber terrorist. <laughs> So this is just all a big joke to you, okay? I'm really <laughs> trying to figure out who. I, I have can... been watching thousands of episodes to try and accurately get him on the right level. He's a six. I'll teach a class in a college about it.
1: Okay, I, I support. You know, we're co-hosts. We're, we do this together, so I have to support your choice. <laughs> you but have think... to. I think that is aggressive. but Six is
0: a high. I could Let us that. know.
1: People who are listening to this, please, God, let me know. Let us know. You can uh, email us at burnyourheroespod at gmail.com. Uh, we'll put it in the description of these episodes because I want people to email in. We get a couple of emails. I
0: do like, love that. I love that email that we got where yeah. people are like actually thinking about the scale. I'm like, we're building a universe and people are right. diving in. And, I and, I, and we,
1: we want to hear from you. We genuinely do want to hear from you. I guess not enough where we would start an Instagram or a Twitter page for this or something, but uh, we we have a Gmail. We have a Gmail. And uh, I think we, the more interaction we get from everybody, I think the happier I get, because I want to know if we're how off base you think we are on some of this shit. And I, like I've gotten some texts this week and I've seen some stuff from people and I appreciate that. But I also want Albert to be able to fucking see some of the things that, come my way so you so i know that you have to deal with
0: people. all the fallout i'll just so say crazy understand. shit and i walk away and then you have right. to deal with all the results of like hey Instead, i just send you hello.
1: screenshots and i'm like these people
0: love you and you're like yeah none of my friends
1: talk about you so it's
0: fine. <laughs> my friends hate you they do talk um, about you they just don't like you
1: good they can all they can all go fucking to the same college as jeremy greely yeah i said his last name okay oh my chair just uh, broke That's good. Cool. Well, now I have to bully you forever (laughs) because that's just what
0: it is. Literally, my biggest nightmare just happened.
1: My friend, where can people find you when they want to reach out to you about this episode and your crazy ranking?
0: Find me online. I will have this conversation with you. I love a good debate. Uh, I am everywhere at Hot Young Albert. Uh, One day I'm going to change that, but for now, it's Hot Young Albert, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if you're in the Bushwick area, come by Saturday to Riffbot69. It fills. Beanaman Square, where can we find you?
1: Uh, it's actually pronounced Benjamin Square. Okay, I lost it. Um, <laughs> oh, <that's> so close. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Shaq Katzner, K-A-T-Z-N-E-R. Shaq, like the basketball player. S-H-A-Q. Um, you you're can pretty good on Twitter. Email but... me, like I said. And, yeah, I have fun on Twitter. It's it's fun to be on Twitter when you're supposed to be working, and I'm almost I'm sure that will never come back to haunt me. There's no way, right? Um, and uh, you can email us, like I said before, at, burn your heroes pod at gmail.com Please gotta do that, we'd love to see it. Um, also, I have a comic book for kids coming out in October called Hello, My Name is Poop. It's dope. At a certain point, I'll be able, I mean, you can see some images and stuff for it if you search for it, but I hope I'll start being able to release some stuff so you can see how cool it looks. It looks awesome. And if you're in New York City, which why would you be? You know, we're going underwater. We're sinking right now. Uh, I am doing bringing back my weekly show with a few pals. It's called Airplane Mode. It will be no way. Yeah, Hell sorry, yeah. man. We're booked up.
0: Um, <laughs> Fuck me forever. <laughs> it's uh, where
1: is it? Our old our old bar closed, which was which oh, sucks because it was awesome.
0: A, yeah, that room was great, and that guy was really on board. Yeah,
1: he was really on board, and he was he's he's a very supportive person who sent. The longest like producer emails I've ever seen in my life, like yeah. page long texts of things to do, and I'm like, I love you, buddy, but I'm not reading this. So hopefully everything works. When <laughs> no I get time here. for this. <laughs> but we will be if you're again if you're in New York, this show will be in the Gowanus area. Um, it's at a place called Shape Shape Shifter Labs. It's going to be every Tuesday. We're going to start at eight o'clock, and we got a lot of great people. Like we're reaching out to a lot of awesome people, and we already booked a lot of awesome people. It's uh, I don't know. It's a great variety sh- variety comedy show. If you like stand up comedy, straight up stand up comedy, like singing, you like a little dancing. Who knows what we're gonna do? It's gonna be fun, and it's you know it's cheap. It's ten dollars. We're streaming it online. So if you want to see me do comedy, if you want to see the people we book do comedy um you can stream this if you don't live in new york too so just you want to hear me
0: sarcastically in the back of a room shitting on the show because they won't book me we I'm are not there. letting you're <laughs> also not allowed
1: to hang out you are the only comedian not allowed to hang out.
0: i bought every ticket <laughs> i bought them all you have to let me
1: in oh my god you 50 cented us that's crazy <laughs> do you know that reference
0: no I <laughs> uh, will talk
1: about it later that's fine i'd
0: love to uh, that sounds like a cool power move did, oh wait no did he buy like tickets to someone's uh show and then not like so no one would go
1: I think that was. Yeah, it was either 50 cent or like it might have been 50 cent to like Jaw Rule or something.
0: It's something weird where he
1: bought out like the front row of their show. So it looked like it was empty
0: in all the photos. That's awesome. That's freaking cool. (laughs) That's One of my favorite things. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the pod and we'll see you guys next week. Bye my feet pics. Bye.